in the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After dark and NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Welcome to Down in the Den. It's your boy Mars, and we're back again. We've been batting 1,000 lately, and today is no different. We've hit a home run. We have nothing but the best, most interesting, and most illustrious guests, and today's no different. Welcome to the Den. Megan Cross, singer extraordinaire. How are you doing today, Megan? I'm so good, man. Thank you for having me. How are you? I am fantastic. We talked a little bit before we went on. I'm enjoying the weather. Been out, took the dog for a few walks, and uh, and now I'm talking to uh, one of the best voices I've heard in a very long time. So no complaints whatsoever. Thank you so much. That's a huge compliment. Thank you. Oh no, you're you're more than welcome. So uh, let's get right into it. You're a singer. You're a songwriter. You have a ton of hats that you wear, and uh, I know originally. Uh, you're from Seattle, is that correct? Yep, born and raised. Excellent. Huge, huge music town. Now, I'm an 80s baby, so I have a little bit of age on you, but uh, I was a big fan of the 90s grunge era. Uh, do you have any artists from that Seattle area that you just was like an icon for you growing up in the uh, in the Oh, tons, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, you know, I came up in that scene. So for me, like, I love Pearl Jam. I'm a huge Pearl Jam sure. fan. Eddie Vedder's amazing, you know, amazing. obviously Nirvana, like, I came up on all that stuff, kind of cut my teeth on, like, the rock candy in Seattle, and it was, like, you know, throwback, so, yeah, I love, okay. I love that. Because I hear a little Chris Cornell in your voice. Yes, I love. one of my favorite singers of all time, so I, I heard a little bit of that, and I was wondering if yeah. that was any influence whatsoever. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, any, any singer with, like, a little bit of grit and a little bit of um, kind of character in the voice is, is somebody that I really gravitate towards, you know, Ann Wilson, like some of those, some of those kind of timeless vocalists are people that I, that I idolize tremendously, you know? Absolutely. And when we're, whenever we have musicians, I always, uh, my father is the reason that I love music. When he came back from Vietnam, we had, I think everybody in the eighties had a wood panel room at right. some point. Yeah, we had all these albums on the wall, and it would be you know AB uh, average black uh, uh, average white band and Queen, and and he would quiz me. He was like, "All right, when was this record out? When was this record out?" And I know uh, originally before uh, your solo piece, you were in a rock band, Marigolds. Mm -hmm. um, how's the creative process differ from being in a band where it's a little bit more collaborative to your solo project? How do you, how do you find that creative process to differ? I mean. You know, I, I wrote a lot of this stuff with a producer, so it's a similar process, but when you have more members rather than just kind of two minds, it definitely changes the dynamic because everyone has their own vision and idea of where it should go, you know? Absolutely. Now, I, I was listening to your album and I, and I passed it on to my daddy. He was like, she can sing. She can blow. Wow. She, she has pipes. And I said, dad, you're, you're absolutely right. And uh, there's a ton of fantastic new music it's very soulful with a rock edge which i love and yeah. one of the songs that i noticed you did it was a remake and a lot of people shouldn't touch it but you can do it 
You remade Shaka Khan, Ain't Nobody. Yeah. Tell me about that experience because she's an icon. We all, we all know she's that. And there's some people, Whitney, uh, Celine, yep. Shaka. I'm like, no, nah, maybe you should yep. leave it be. But you did it more than justice. You did a fantastic job. How was it remaking that song? And are you, a, of course, you're a Shaka fan, but Huge. tell me how it feels to, to get that song out there. Um, terrifying because I'm a huge Shakathon fan. So like, I, you know, I, I really hope that it's received in the manner in which I intended it, which was to, to pay homage to one of my favorite vocalists of all time. So that song for me is, it kind of speaks to my soul. I grew up listening to it. I'm a huge fan of it. And I kind of wanted to, to take it and redo it in a, a, a little more rock-esque way, you know, and, and just you know, have fun doing something that made me feel really good my whole life, you know? Well, it, it definitely made me feel good. It made my ears feel good. And, and Queen Chaka Khan, if you haven't checked it out, I think you will be honored uh, of what you did with the song. It was fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank now, uh, the pandemic has been hitting everybody uh, hard. Thank God we're finally opening back up. And uh, I had, I've never got to see you perform, but I went on YouTube and checked out uh, some of your stage performance and you're a hell of a stage performer. Uh, Thank you. How has it been with the pandemic, not really being able to get out there as much and, and cut your teeth on the stage? Is that something that you're really missing or you're more of a studio? You prefer the studio? No, you know, I love singing anywhere. Like I could be singing in a karaoke bar and, you know, that's, that's, amazing or I could be singing on a stage at a festival in front of a ton of people you know I think that that if you love something the way that you know a, a musician or an artist or or somebody who really has a passion for something loves it it doesn't really matter where you're doing it you know of course for me stage performance is like my favorite thing ever because you get to connect with people you get to enjoy the experience with them you know you're creating an experience that you both get to remember forever hopefully and, you know, that's that's a unique thing, a, a bond, if you will, that you share with each stage that you play, you know. So I miss it for sure a lot. Absolutely. Do you have any tours planned uh, coming out in the near future uh, that we can look for? Because, like I said, your voice, it sounds amazing on the earbuds, uh, but I can only imagine the energy that you get from live takes it to a, a whole nother level. Uh, do we have anything planned for the 21-22 uh, season to get out there on the road? There definitely are things in the works. I don't have like a, a firmed up schedule yet, but there will be one very soon. So definitely keep an eye out. And I hope I'm in your area. I would love to meet you and, and hey, have you back go. If you're down on the, beach, uh, the East Coast in, in, in Virginia, anywhere, we have some great uh, arenas here. Uh, Richmond has some, Norfolk. Uh, Virginia Beach, of course, the Andrews Theater. Uh, we would love to have you because, uh, like I said, voices like yours, it's a throwback. Um, I've noticed with the music industry, everyone can use, if your studio engineer is good enough, they can make almost everyone sound okay. Right. Uh, but there's very few that can really just have that transcendent, powerful voice and, and that's what I grew up on. I grew up with with the singers that can as, as we say sang with an A. Uh, you there you go. Oh I I froze up I think. 
That's okay. Mm-hmm. You're good now. I was like, wow, she can really stand still. And then I realized, <laughs> and then I realized oh, she doesn't blink at all. Like, so I'm like, how do you do that? I'm a, I'm a big blinker. I'm a big blinker. So uh, now, obviously, you come from a, a huge music town, huge music town. We've established that. But what what's your first experience that really got you in the music where you realize, OK, this is something I want to do for a living? You know, like my mom says that I was singing before I was walking. You know, it's kind of always been something that I just enjoyed. Um, and then I think, you know, I was I was pretty terrified to be on stage. And I had a, a choral teacher. I had to take choir as a fine art in like, you know, seventh grade or whatever. And um, she forced me to sing a solo. And I it that was kind of the end. I did it one time and was like, oh, my gosh, this is what I want to do with my life. And that was that was in seventh grade, so I've kind of been pursuing it. Footage was, available? What's is that? Footage, is footage available? Oh man, I hope so. I bet my mom's got it. She's got everything. Like mom, send it to the show. <laughs> we would, we would love, we would love to see it. Uh, now uh, I mentioned you, you've been in uh, several bands, and, and now you're doing the solo thing, which is awesome. Uh, there's a ton of great artists out there. Is there anybody, producer or singer? that you're just dying to collaborate with if you had an opportunity? You know what? There are so many. I, I'm a huge fan of, like, I don't know if you know Mark Broussard. His name sounds very familiar. If he? you're not familiar, take a listen to literally anything he's ever done. He's, like, kind of soul, um, bluesy southern rock stuff that's just okay, amazing. His voice is out of control. He's, like on the level with a Chris Stapleton or, you know, just, just a, uh, an incredible vocalist. I love Chris, um, Chris Stapleton. I think he's one of probably my all time favorite song. I wish I just had a, a little bit of vocals, anything. It, it, I, I'm a person, I'm jealous of you guys. I won't even hide it. Like I'm a person that has everything to be a singer, except the most crucial thing, the ability to sing, like <laughs> carry on. Everybody has the ability to sing. It's just whether or not you know you're you're able to hear it in the way that it's intended to be heard. You know, so that you can produce the right sound. I guess. Uh, well, I, I know I tried out for a choir years ago, and even though they said make a joyful noise, they asked me could I play drums or rap because they said, "Hey, is there anything else you can do?" Because this isn't for you. It, it almost changed my whole religion. It was it was so bad. Now, <laughs> now everyone. Music is a universal language. And I always say everyone has a song that for them, whether they wrote it, whether they performed it, it, it's a song that just takes them to another place. What's that one song for you that you may not have wrote it, but it's a song that when you hear it, it just transcends and takes you to another place. Is there one particular song? Uh, I mean, the first song that comes to mind as you ask me that is Sam Cooke, Change Gonna Come. It's one of my favorite favorite songs, favorite vocal stylings. I mean, I'm a huge Sam Cooke fan. And, and for me, that song is like everything, you know, just. That's a hell of an answer. Everything. That is a hell of an answer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, the one thing we always talk about with musicians, the music side, the artistry side, and then there's the business side and the business side we all know music has changed. So, you know, when I was growing up, we would buy a CD and then we'd look and see who produced it and who wrote yeah. it. And then we'd put it in the car and then we'd listen to it 
four or five times to digest it, and then we talk about it. Yeah. And one thing with the music, it's readily available. You can get it everywhere. But I feel the way that we consume music has changed considerably. As far as the business side, what would you tell any young aspiring artist that they should probably brush up on before they enter the industry? Because it's a cold industry. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's you know, maybe more challenging now and also available, more available now than it's ever been. You know, I mean, there, there are so many forums that, that almost any artist can put their content onto, which is beautiful. It's awesome that they, that you can get it out there because for a long time, you know, when the, when the labels kind of had the monopoly on the industry, it was really hard for budding artists to get their content out there. You know, you're like handing out a mixtape in front of like a mall somewhere. So, you know, now, now you can say, Hey, here's my link on Spotify. Or here's my link on, you know, iTunes or whatever. And that's, that's hip, but um, it's hard because on streams, artists really don't make very much money. So it's, it takes, you know, a, about 300,000 streams for an artist to make like the average poverty level in America, which is a lot of streams. And a lot of people don't know that. So if you're not creating physical content or if you're not touring to support an album, it's challenging to make a good amount of money doing that, you know? Um, so I would just say like, be, you know, be diligent, make sure that you're consistently putting out content and, and really be authentic with what you're putting out, do things that you enjoy so that it's not a job, you know, at the end of the day, it can be a rough road to navigate. So if you're doing things that you truly enjoy and that inspire and motivate you in life, then you're winning regardless, you know? Absolutely. And I always tell people, um, it's a reoccurring thing. Technology, you don't have to be signed by anyone. You don't have to, all you have to do is have effort and energy and a little bit of luck. And you can really make it in this industry because mm-hmm. you can, you can put it out. You know, it's not the record. You're right. The record labels don't have a stranglehold on getting the content out there. But if you do it for the right. love, you're winning. I always tell people, if you could pay your bills and, and you're doing it for the love, you're already ahead of 99% of the people that go punch the clock every day and, and want to jump off a cliff by lunchtime. So, yeah. <laughs> so absolutely. That, that, that is a perfect answer. So tell me a little bit, backtracking a little bit, tell me about the creative process. Um, I dabble a little bit in music. Um, as far as making beats, um, but I can't sing and I can't do really anything else, but I have a good ear. What What's the creative process with you is either alone or collaboration? Are you a melody first and then the lyric or what's your creative process? Um, honestly, it, it varies. It depends, you know, it depends on what the inspiration is drawn from. Mm. Uh, it depends on if I'm working with someone else, you know, if somebody else is writing with me and they, and they play a, a you know, four measures of a melodic line, then it can really inspire the lyrical content as well. But, you know, sometimes I, I write a lot of poetry, I journal a lot. So, you know, sometimes I'm just writing and, and I'm inspired by, you know, one line that I've written that, that I'm going I'm to do this thing with it, you know, and it kind of, you know, parlays into something different, which is cool. So it's, it's, kind of, it's, it's unique based on, on the circumstance for each song, I think. Absolutely. Now, w- one of my favorite singers on Skin, 80s Baby, I grew up 
listening to Michael Jackson. Yes. Socks on my hand, trying to <laughs> walk wherever there was a slippery floor. I probably <laughs> I'm still me. doing that. I oh, still, still. Is <laughs> my uh, my friends always laugh. They're like, "Sir, you're 40, but if Michael comes on the club, you." push everyone away and you go into your routine. And I was like, when I'm 80, I'll be doing the same exact thing. Don't you worry about it. As long as my hips work, it's going to happen. Uh, but one thing he said, which all, and I always ask musicians, he said he doesn't really write the music. It, it just kind of, sometimes it's almost like an outer body. Do you ever feel that where like, you don't know where the song came from. You don't know where the melody came from. It, it almost, it was like gifted and you're a vessel. Do you ever have that feeling? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, sometimes, like you said, you, you have no idea where, where was supposed to be a part of the song that you're creating. You know, it's, it's a cool feeling. That's, that's a great feeling when you have that. Because it doesn't always work that way. Sometimes you're like grinding, trying to finish lyrics to a song. You're like, well, what rhymes with way? You know, like. <laughs> been there. I, I have been yeah. there. We had uh, recently redid our theme song for the show. Right. And uh, so I decided to pick up the microphone after probably 19 years and write something. Yeah. And it took me three months to write a 30 second measure. Yeah, nothing sounded good. Nothing, nothing right. at all. So I, I understand it. And like I said, I'm, I'm no, I'm no musician by any means. Now, um, we've we've talked about collaboration. We've talked about uh, your beginnings, and uh, I always ask because I, I love to see where people are inspired, where the sound can come from. If you could go to any artist show, living or dead. <laughs> You got your front row tickets. Megan, here's your front row tickets. Prince. Who are you cashing that into? Prince, 100%. Always. He is the love of my life. The great love of my life. Prince. I've been to Paisley Park. I am I have a problem, honestly. Like You don't have a problem when it comes to Prince. You, you, you don't have a problem. You're completely normal. That's a oh, great... Yeah. yeah that, that's a fantastic answer. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, are you I ready to have fun. a little fun? Yeah, are we going to do the thing? We're going to do it. We're going to do the song association. I feel like I'm, am I sweating? I feel like I'm sweating. I'm you're, you're fine. You, you're going to do great. <laughs> if not, I'll stop, edit it. We'll give you another try. Don't, don't worry about it. This is, this is a no-fail situation. So, for den mates who are watching who haven't seen our song association, song association part, we do this when we have incredible musicians such as Megan. And what we do, we give her a word. She'll have 11 seconds. I'm feeling generous. We'll give her 15 seconds. Woo! She'll have 15 seconds to think of a song with the word in the title or in the lyric. So, for example, if the word was star, she would have 15 seconds to say any word or any song with that in the title. For instance, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. So we've all established, we've got the rules. Mm -hmm. We've got three words, 15 seconds total uh, per word. And if you're ready, the first word is, synchronize my watch, love. The first word is love. Um, 
L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-V, love. It's a song by Jesse J. Okay, I know that song. I yeah. know that song. Yeah. I love Jesse J. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Jesse J. Yeah. One point. Pin. One point. All right. The next word is money. Money, it's a gas. Pink Floyd. Come on. Yes, I love yeah. Pink Floyd. We're rocking. All right. That's two for two. That's a 66%. So you've already passed. You've already passed. I've been so nervous. One, one more word. We're going to do this in honor of the purple one. The word is rain. Give me what I want. I never meant to cause you any sorrow. I never meant to cause you any pain. Yeah. I love him so much, man. Purple rain, baby. The goat. The goat. Fantastic. That's three for three. That's 100%. Ooh. You get an A+. Plus. You hey, get a man. stamp. So now, tell us about your new album. Tell us about its self-titled. Tell us about what inspired it, and tell us where we can find it for those who don't already know. All right. So uh, my new album is my name, Megan Krause, and it can be found on any streaming forum, uh, iTunes, Amazon, both physical uh, CDs and records and um, in digital format. And uh, the record is a bit of a departure from the stuff that I've been doing historically. I was kind of doing like a rock band thing. And this is a little more soul, blues, pop inspired. There's still elements of rock for sure, but it's, it's different than the stuff I've been doing. And it's, it's kind of, it kind of speaks to what I came up on that I really love, like the Whitney stuff and Shaka and like just that kind of feel good pop music, you know? Um, so I, I hope that everyone enjoys it. I had a really good time making it, you know? Absolutely. And I, I'm glad the world is opening because it's stadium music. It's yep. what we need. It's meant to be enjoyed with people. It gives great energy. I love the album. I've listened to it three times already. Uh, so I, I really love the album and I rarely get to listen to a music uh, album front to back without skipping a song. I mean, that that's just reality. But this was one that I actually listened to from song to song without having to skip. Which that's a huge compliment. It, I it, it, it really is, because I think that happens 30 percent of the time, even with some of my favorite artists. There's always one song where you're like. How did this end up on Yeah, who co-signed on this? Did you have a, a limit of songs that you had to get before you release it or, or, or what happened? What is your favorite song on the album? Ooh, that's tough. I mean, I I mean I so I wrote a song that was that was super personal to me, um, about my little brother who passed away in a tragic accident. My so God. I think that that for me, that's probably my favorite just because it's, it's so personal. You know, it's something that it took me like seven years to do for the first time. Yeah. Um, so I think Save a Place for me is my favorite, but I have a, a huge connection to so many different songs on the album. I mean, I love Homewrecker. I love Hear Your Name. Uh, you know, obviously Let, my, Let Me Introduce Myself Again is a fun one for me. Um, I don't know, man. I just like every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, yeah, we wrote this song. Like, I, I forgot that we did these things, you know, and it's cool to revisit it and kind of visit that emotion that you had when you were writing it, you know? Yes. My, my favorite Bob wanted the 17. That's, yeah. that's, my, that's my favorite one. I love the energy of the song. 
Uh, and of course, the uh, the ain't nobody. Of course, just just hearing hearing your pipes on that song with the rock edge. I didn't know the song needed a rock edge, and then I'm like, oh, it needed a rock edge. So, so it's like totally different, right? I mean, totally different, totally different. Yeah. And, and and so yes, it is awesome. It is awesome, well, Megan. I've had a blast. I've had a blast. I hope it was as good for you as it was for me. This it was really great. was. And thank you for showing me your pup, your co-host. Yes, yes. For the for the fans. Let me see that puppy again. Charlie uh, the King like, Charles Daniel. He, so he's, sweet. He's been the co-host. He's very sleepy and very lazy, but, you know. He's like, Dad, why do you keep waking me up, man? He, he, he's very upset. He just gave me the, why, why do you keep waking me up trying to show me off because I'm beautiful. Yes, you are, son. That's that's fine. So I am very happy to give you your stamp. You're an official den mate. Ooh, yeah. So anytime you have anything you like to promote, you want to talk about anything, you want to talk about prints, you're always, always welcome Every to come again. And if you could let everyone know your social media, your details, and where they can find you. You can catch me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Megan Krauss, uh, M-E-G-H-A-N-K-R-A-U-S-S. Uh, my website is MeganKraussMusic.com, and you can find me anywhere music sold. Absolutely. And we'll put all your information in the page so you guys can find her, click on her. I've never steered you guys wrong. With every artist we've had, we always get quality over quantity. And when I say she has one of the best voices I've heard in 25 years, I sincerely oh, mean that. So thank you so I much. Thank you for your uh, your graciousness and being in here and uh, joining us here in the den. And like I said, you got our stamp. Whenever you want to come by, shoot me a holler and we'll get you on the show. Thank you so much. It's really nice to be here. Thank you. It's a pleasure. We salute you. And thank you so much. That's the Megan Cross album, self-titled. Buy a hard copy, then download it, then buy another hard copy. Father's Day is coming up. Your dad's going to need some good music. Buy something for Father's Day and then download it again. And then we'll all be square. Thank you. You're more than welcome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This has been another episode of Down in the Den. Megan, thank you so much. And as always, thank you guys for tuning in. Deuces.